it needs to be really either newsworthy or impactful so it has value to the people who are listening. For Monday, April 29th, 2019, this is episode 33. Top five tips for a great Alexa flash briefing with Daniel Hill. Daniel hosts the number one Alexa flash briefing about Instagram marketing for small businesses. And as you know, I host the voice marketing flash briefing. Daniel and I have each learned through trial and error the top ways to make a great, popular briefing that satisfies and helps listeners. We broke our shared knowledge into five categories based on experience. If you have a flash briefing or want to create one, these are the must-know tips for making great content. P.S. If there was a sixth tip, it would obviously be have great sound quality. Enjoy! Welcome to the Beatle Moment Marketing Podcast, a short weekly exploration of marketing, technology, and career. I'm Emily Bender. I answer to no one, and I make this for you. Let's get on with the show. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Beatle Moment Marketing Podcast. I'm here with a guest today, Daniel Hill. Hey, Daniel, how are you? Good, Emily. Thank you so much for having me. You're welcome. Tell our listeners a little about you and what you do in the voice space. Sure. So I teach small business owners how to use Instagram. That's my um, claim to fame, I guess. And so I started a flash briefing about Instagram. It's on the Amazon service. You can subscribe to it every day. And I offer tips and tricks about how to use the platform, news updates, things people need to know to improve their usage of Instagram to attract more clients and customers. That's great. And for anybody who hasn't been following Daniel, you should give it a shot because if you have anything to do with Instagram and you have a business or a brand, he has the number one flash briefing about Instagram marketing. Really impressive. So I'm excited that we're going to talk today because as you know, I am a voice marketing strategist. I have a flash briefing, a podcast. I'm very passionate about all the content that we can produce to help grow the voice platforms. So what Daniel and I wanted to share with you are our top five tips to make a great flash briefing. I think this is so important. Sorry for cutting you off. I think this is so important because a lot of people want to get started and feel like they have some knowledge, but don't know what are the things to really focus on. And you don't know until you get a month or two or three of it under your belt to see how it's been going. So uh, I'm glad to, to kind of share what I learned, but also I'm really looking forward to hearing what you have to say about what you've learned as well. Absolutely. I totally agree with that. So the first tip I always talk about is the length. How long should a flash briefing be? And in my opinion, 60 seconds, 90 seconds tops. I wouldn't go longer than that, at least not on a regular basis. What do you think, Daniel? It's funny because I agree with you. I think this has to be very, very short news centric type things. And we'll get more into that. Um, Mine ends up about the three minute mark normally. And I did a survey of my listeners. Is it too short, too long, just right? And I thought most were going to say that it was too long. Everyone said it was actually just right, except for one person who said it was too short. So (laughs) I I think it does kind of depend on your audience, but shorter is definitely better. This is not the place to um, just take your podcast and copy and paste it and put a big chunk of it here. This is not the right format for that. Agreed. I think with your content, your subject matter, which is helping with Instagram marketing tips, sometimes it probably does demand a longer 
platform for the day. Also, because you're going over fresh news. If you have a simple marketing tip or a tip about whatever industry you're in, oftentimes those bite-sized tips could be even 15 or 30 seconds. I like to mix it up. Sometimes my briefing's 10 seconds. Sometimes it's closer to 90. But I try to mix it because I don't want people having to sit there for a minute and a half going through my thing every day. And it also, the variability makes it a little more exciting when they don't know what's coming. That's true. One thing I like that you do is that your intro is very short. And sometimes you mix up the intro music a little bit because if you have a 30 second intro and your flash briefing is only a minute or two, you've wasted too much time on something people are going to hear every single day, day in and day out. So really keep that intro and the conclusion very short as well. Definitely. And I recommend using markers. So if your podcast or audio host or tool like I use Pippa, for example, has markers, campaign insertion, you can automatically add the intro and outro and the shorter, the better. But you do want to have those audio marks or sonic branding so people start to associate that with you and your brand over time. That's a great point. That was one of the things you brought out at the conference that we were at in January in Chattanooga. And you spent a lot of time on it, and rightly so, because that's what people will associate with you and your brand is hearing that audio clip, whatever it is. So it's really, really key to pick a piece of music or whatever it is that you do, your intro, your conclusion, and keep with it so people associate that with you. Absolutely. Then the second tip we wanted to discuss is cadence or regularity. And this is about making a commitment. So don't just set up a flash briefing and then sometimes be absent or disappear for a week. You have to be consistent. So true. It's very important that you do it. If you decide to do it daily, that you do it every single day, even on weekends to some extent. Emily, mm -hmm. do you want to talk a little bit about maybe what your thought is about weekend posts? That's such a good question. So initially... When I first started doing this, I said seven days a week, no fail. And with clients, oftentimes they don't even have the bandwidth to really do seven days a week and five is hard. So I'll say, okay, if you're going to skip weekends, that's fine, but be consistent about every weekday and warn listeners, just so you know, when this is not here Saturday and Sunday, it's not because I forgot to do it. It's because we purposefully don't do weekends and give them a reason. A typical reason, which happens to usually be true, is people don't listen to flash briefings on the weekends as often. You'll see listenership is high Monday through Friday and in the morning and the evening, which are the bookends of the workday. I'm so glad you brought that up. I've noticed a decline in listeners on the weekend, but I also sort of think that the people who are willing to listen to me on the weekend shouldn't get shortchanged either. So I try to do at least one post every weekend. Sometimes I can do two if I have uh, an article that's popped up that's really, really newsworthy, or I have a little bit more free time that weekend. But I've definitely noticed a drop in listeners over the weekend, but still do your best to either do a weekend edition or something to give them some content for the people who really do want to hear it. That's true. And another tip, Daniel, you mentioned you did a survey of your listeners. If you're not sure and your stats aren't really making it clear to you, do a survey. Daniel, how would you recommend someone goes about doing that? So I experimented with using a Google form and I used a bit.ly link. One of the challenges of flash briefings is that when people listen to them, they're probably doing other things with their hands. They're not sitting in front of a computer to type in a link. So that part's a little bit challenging. If you make the bit.ly URL or whatever you use where they can fill out the survey very short and memorable, that would help. And also tracking by asking for an identifier, some sort of either their name or email address so you can kind of differentiate who your listeners are who are giving you this valuable feedback. And I would say also 
to give something away. So we try to make it a contest so that people feel like they have a good chance of winning. I gave away an Amazon Echo device when I did the survey because this content was extremely valuable to me to get this feedback and know how I could improve and what my listeners think. Right. It's totally worthwhile. Spend a little, get a lot of knowledge. So regularity, be consistent, whether you're doing weekdays or weekends or all of them, just show up. And a good tip with showing up is batch record. Don't leave this until 1130 at night when you have a new briefing kind of due in the morning. Like do them. I like to do them at least a week or two at a time. But for you, I know that your stuff is more news, so it has to be fresh. So what do you recommend as far as making sure you can stay regular, not not kind of getting up against the wall and running out of time to do it? So I often do it like right before I go to sleep as part of my evening routine. You know, I'll record my flash briefing, take out my contacts, brush my teeth, like I have a sort of thing. But when I'm very tired, I think my listeners can hear it in my voice because someone wrote on my Instagram recently, you know, sometimes you sound a little snarky when you do this. And I think, yeah, that's probably because I'm tired and cranky and I'm ready for bed. So I would say do it when you still feel fresh, like you have some energy. Um, some of my friends who do this do it right after they come home from the gym in the morning, you know, at that 6.30, 7 o'clock mm. uh, time frame, which makes sense because that's when you're going to be energized. Maybe you have your coffee while you're doing it. And that really comes across in your voice. So don't do it when you're tired and cranky. Oh, good tip. Ego depletion at the end of the day. I experience that and my briefing suffers when I wait until the nighttime to record it. So our next tip is on content and what type of content makes a good flash briefing? I think it definitely has to be newsworthy. It has to be something that people are really going to be interested in. And it doesn't have to be uh, necessarily something that is news if it's not a news style flash briefing. If you're giving a motivational tip every day, there's probably not going to be news in the motivation world every day. So in that case, it really has to be valuable by being impactful. So in my uh, learning, it needs to be really either newsworthy or impactful so it has value to the people who are listening. Yes. For mine, I don't have news all the time. When something of note happens, typically regarding voice, marketing, tech, or business, I'll I'll often use it for fodder for my briefing. Otherwise, though, it's evergreen stuff. It might be something about voice that was relevant yesterday and will still be relevant tomorrow. Um, the thing about being impactful is don't be obvious and basic. Don't just make a briefing about something. Don't say, you know, when you're doing marketing, you have to really be consistent with it and update your social media every day. Don't say something that everybody already knows because it's not adding value. Like really kind of think hard about what do I know that other people don't? What do I have to share that's something unique and, and make that into your briefing? I agree. And one of the things I like about yours is you give your own take on that news when something happens. You'll say why that's important in the audio space or why that's important in the voice space. And the way that you detail your opinion comes across as an informed person who's knowledgeable about the subject. So if you decide to start a flash briefing, if you pick a topic that's newsworthy or you pick something valuable to talk about and you put your own spin on it, you add your two cents, that shows that you're an authority in that space. And that's really how you build your brand and how you build uh, authority in that uh, as having a voice. That's right, which is a nice segue into our fourth tip, which is about optimizing the name of your briefing. And if you want authority, you want subject matter expertise, you want good SEO for Alexa, how do you name your briefing, Daniel? It's funny. I always say that you should look for a name or a word that people are talking about a lot, whatever that is. In this case, if you're noticing that a lot of people are searching for things about, I don't know, instant pots. 
Is there an Instant Pot flash briefing? Can you search for one? If not, could you make one? Those sorts of things, by capitalizing on a term that people are already searching for, you will become the authority in that thing very, very quickly. That's a great tip. And I love Instapot. I should have made an Instapot briefing by now. Um, I'm a passionate Instapot user. So you could take that Instapot idea and granted, Alexa Analytics, Amazon, it, it doesn't have much anywhere near as much as Google Analytics. You can look at something like Google search trends, which are publicly available for keywords. If you were doing Instapot, for example, you could look at how many people are looking for pressure cooking and what are the related terms and how can I translate that into a briefing? Because simply because they're searching on Amazon doesn't mean that whatever is being sought after on Google isn't relevant. It's all relevant because this is what people are interested in. Absolutely. And you can find uh, the most searched terms on Amazon.com for 2018. Uh, you can Google that and, and find the answer for that. And then you can kind of narrow down to see, okay, of these top 100 search terms, which ones have flash briefings that are closely related to these search terms or which ones are completely open? I mean, I, that's a huge strategy that um, really can help to get you moved up very, very quickly in this field. That's a great tip. I didn't realize that that was available to everybody. So... Yeah, everyone should definitely check out the Amazon top search terms. And when you do that, you can find a central theme or idea, which leads us to our last tip for today. And this is about, does your briefing have a point? What are you ultimately driving toward? What is your stance on the topic or issue? So with me, you know, whenever you do public speaking, you think about it like, I want to make people feel something, remember something, and do something. Ultimately, if you look at your briefing as a body of work over time, you want to compel those listeners to do something, feel something, and remember something from it, which you need a central theme or idea that really drives and is the backbone of all the content. I agree. And it's really important to niche down in whatever that central theme or idea is, because if you are into something like fishing, I'm sure there are a lot of fishing related flash briefings. That's a really broad topic. But if you are very into deep sea fishing for, I don't know, bass or whatever, whatever comes from the, focus down on it. I don't even know what you should. <laughs> that's not a great example. Maybe it's sustainable deep sea fishing. Whatever it is, something that extreme fans are going to look for and search for to find you. Because it's not just, oh yeah, I'm sort of generally interested in that topic you're going to get somebody who really 100% is invested in what you're saying because they love that thing so much. Right. And you would be benefit from having 10 true fans listening who are so into that deep sea fishing versus 100 people who are kind of into regular or any kind of fishing. It's better Absolutely. to be niche. Yeah. And, and when those deep sea fishing people get together and they want to plan an event, maybe they need a speaker or they want to host something very large for vendors to come, they're going to think of you because you've already built up a reputation in that space as being really knowledgeable about that particular theme or idea. Exactly. Well, those are our five tips for creating a fantastic flash briefing. And thank you so much, Daniel. I'm really impressed with how you've climbed the rankings like crazy on the Instagram search terms. That's like total land grab. So I'm excited to have done this with you. I think you're going to get to be even more popular on, on Flash Briefing with what you've chosen to talk about. Thank you. I appreciate that. It's been a heck of a ride, um, but it's been great to build an audience and find something new to kind of help me stand out a little bit from the other people who are doing similar things in the Instagram space, but not on the Amazon Skill Store. So tell people how they can find you and follow you. 
you can find me on all the social media platforms at Daniel Hill Media, as well as danielhillmedia.com. Or if you search on amazon.com, the Instagram stories is the name of my flash briefing. Instagram stories is Daniel's flash briefing and my flash briefing is voice marketing daily beetle moment. So you can check those out and see if we successfully put these tips into practice and walk the walk ourselves. Thank you so much, Daniel. This has been a lot of fun and we should do it again. I think the tips are really helpful for everybody. And um, if you, if you have any feedback, if you're listening to this, tweet us, you can tweet at Daniel Hill media or I'm at Emily Binder. Thanks so much for listening. Before you go, quick note, if you are not already subscribed to my daily flash briefing, I highly recommend that you get on that. It's available for free on Alexa and on Google. So if you go to beetlemoment.com and click on media flash briefing, there will be a post right there at the top where you can hear samples of what it sounds like and then subscribe to it on either Alexa or Google. Another way there is just type in bit.ly slash daily beetle. That's bit.ly slash daily beetle with two e's thank you so much in advance i think you'll really enjoy it i'm doing some funky weird experiments and testing out cool stuff over there blazing trails all voice marketing all the time except when it's not and then it's about tech career finance or other things in marketing that still also matter so check out the flash briefing and thanks again for tuning in to hear my interview with michelle excel bye-bye Brought to you by our friends at Pippa. Pippa is the simplest, smartest way to share your podcast. Visit BeetleMoment.com forward slash P-I-P-P-A to get a $25 Amazon gift card when you sign up. And we thank Pippa very much for their support of the show. For more about the show or to consult with me, visit BeetleMoment.com. Tweet me at Emily Bender. I'd love to hear from you. Thank you again for listening. I'll see you next week.